Very good, mate. Thank you for joining us this morning. Hey, I love the design. Obviously, it was announced during the week. The It was revealed during the week, rather, Richmond's Indigenous Jumper this year. Um, obviously, a big honour for yourself. And we were talking before about the quotes you said about your daughter and how she'll get to put on a jumper that her father has designed. What does that mean for you and your family to be given the honour to design the jumper this year? Yeah, it's been... Um it's been an interesting one because obviously when I first got asked to, if I wanted to do it, I was a little bit, to be honest, uncomfortable with it. I've always sort of felt that, um, you know, the players are the ones that are sort of playing in the game and get the opportunity to design the jump. You know, Daniel Rioli's got the door and Shay Bolton mm. and Marlon Pickett in recent years. And um, so I sort of feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I, um, apparently it come from the players. A couple of the players, um, you know, asked if I wanted to do it. So... That was sort of a bit, of hum- bit humbling, so um, I agreed to it, and then it was almost like, well, what am I going to do? But we're fortunate enough that um, you know we've got a you know, strong family connection to you know, the Mall River and Chindi area with um, you know, Mariama and Muddy Seven people, um, and lucky enough that our uncle Timothy Demuz had an original painting of the the dance. It's called the Wonga Dance. It's a a dance that depicts the you know a spiritual dance of looking after people and. Um, while you're on country and um, looking after family, and I sort of thought that was pretty fitting to, to I guess the Richmond Football Club and what we do, and you know about looking after our teammates and looking after, you know, you spill through home of Punt Road. So I thought that was quite fitting, and and we started from there and and started to pull the elements together of what the jumper and the story and of, of one, I guess my family, and but also how does that link to the to the Richmond Football Club? So it, it um, yeah, it was a good little uh, journey. You know, I got to speak to probably my family back up and you know, chindy more than I have for a long period of time just to be able to go through the mm. different elements of design but um, yeah I think it was a great process and the jump has come up really well I think it is really really awesome it looks great how do you come up with a design like obviously the end product is what most people in the public see but for you guys that have to do the groundwork first do you like come up with a story first and what you want it to look like and then incorporate the artwork afterwards or do you sort of just like uh, start the design first start the artwork stuff and then go from there yeah probably like I said the inspiration was probably like when I first thought about it I was like what what am I going to do like you know what's, what's, what what am I going to put down on this um, on this jumper and um, like I said I was luck, we're lucky enough to have that um, inspiration of my uncle Timothy Demu, who's the artist um, in terms of his painting, um, and started from there, and then it became easy from there. Once I started thinking about, yeah, how do I um, engage all the other, you know, the, the non-indigenous players as well, and represents with the American leaf on the jumper, um, mm. and, and sort of drew a little bit of inspiration from other jumper designs too. Like you know, looked out back at, I guess Marlon Pickett's and Shay Bolton's and Daniels and. Um, you know some of the elements that they used and you know, how they went about it. So um, you know, got a little bit of um, information off them as well. But um, yeah, look, it, you sort of work with the club. The club's, as you can imagine, well resourced. Um, you know, with the design yeah. team and so forth. And you know, it's amazing what they can do now. Um, with you know, whether it's technology and design. You know, you have this idea in your head and you send them through a, a, a bit of a prototype, what it looks like, and then they come back with this design on the jumper you know four or five days later it's, it's pretty cool how they do it I think um, Xavier how you going brothers you're Raff, the traffic your brother um, <laughs> if you didn't recognise um, um, 
Uh, the I think a, a shout out to probably goes to Shane Cook, the, who's an artist himself um, and, and a well-known artist throughout the um, southern region of, um, especially Adelaide, where he's from. Uh, he's helped put the Guernsey together with you, hasn't he? Yeah, well, Shane Cook's uh, helped. Um, he actually designed the uh, football for Shane Edwards. Um, I think 300th game, um, and that's where the connection came from with the footy club. And yeah, he's the one I guess I was talking about where you know you can put a um, you know, design to him and his ability to be able to pull out all different elements of that and, and whack it on a jumper is, is quite amazing. Um, and, you know, like Ralph said, he's a you know, indigenous man from South Australia and he's done a lot of work, um, you know, across different industries. And I think Formula One is one of the ones that he's worked with um, initially. Um, but, yeah, just working with guys like that has been you know, a real privilege to be able to work with, I guess, other Aboriginal people in their fields that are, um, you know, excelling and what they're doing across the country. So it's um, it's been a great co- collaboration um, doing that. And like I said, the product looks awesome and you know, even looks better when the players are wearing it and I can't wait for it to be out on the MCG next weekend. Hey, Xavier, what are your thoughts on Richmond's start to the season? Obviously, I'm a Richmond, not obviously, but I'm a Richmond diehard. Um, two wins and a draw to start. I think the Tigers have been in most games so far this season. It hasn't been a disastrous uh, run of form or anything like that, but the wins aren't coming probably as much as what you as a coaching group would have hoped for. Uh, has it been a frustrating start to the season? Yeah, look, obviously there's no doubt about that. We've... Um We've been in games. We've been in the fighter games. You know, um, you know, fourteen points against I think uh, um, sorry, Melbourne and you know, you know, eighteen points against Collingwood. And all those games have been within you know, reaching distance. Um, you know, the Sydney game was a bit of a disappointing one. You know, seven minutes ago, and you, you know, ten points down, eleven points down, you end up having a bit of a blowout. So that was a disappointing one. But mm. but we're, we're confident in, in what we're doing. We, we you know, last weekend. Although that um, West Coast have got it, their own challenges, there's no doubt about that, and they've got some, um, you know, with injuries and that. But we thought we played a style of footy that we haven't seen for a, a little bit. You know, being able to, when you think about Richmond games, you know, you get to quarter time and it's you know close. You get to half time and it's you know you're still there about, and then you know third and fourth quarters you start to break games open through just the way we play, and we saw that on the weekend. So mm. I've been players have built a little bit of confidence from that, and it's been a good week. Um, on the track, and we've got a great challenge tonight against um, Cats, who are they've definitely hit their straps, and you know they're one of the better teams, or, or if not the best team in the comp at the moment, um, in terms of the way they're playing an offense, um, but also really solid defensively. So, yeah, we, we've we've had our challenges. We you know, we pride ourselves on, I guess, front half pressure. We the last two weeks we've had high front half turnovers, um, but our ability to be able to turn those into scoring opportunities um, have been. Um, a little bit lower, but you know, we're working on that. I think we scored six goals, seven from front half turnovers last week, so that's a step forward. So, if we get the game played on our terms in that in that part of the game, we you know, hopefully get a, a front half game and and see how we go from there. Hopefully. Yeah, Xavier. Um, my my next one is um, keeping on the NT flavour and um, the Indigenous boys. How's Morris coming along? Is he improving? Um with his injury and is he definitely going to be have his hand up for that Indigenous round because I'd love to see him out there on the MCG for Indigenous round and in that Guernsey as well Yeah he's um, he's progressing well he's um, I think two weeks or two and a half weeks into a hamstring strain so I think he'll be he'll be available next week I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll just see how it goes with training we understand he's 
he's pressured his ability to be able to chase and um, turn the ball over for us is something that we highly value. So, um, look, if he's, if he's ready, there's no doubt to be considered um, if we, you know, we get to that, to that position. Yeah, awesome. And, and keeping on that territory flavour, um, young Bo Ted Castle in the VFL, I think he might be returning from injury as well. I think he has two games so far. And how, how's he how's he fitting in down there? Yeah, we Bo's, as you know, he lives with us. Um, is our, you know, we've got, call him our third child. Um, he's uh, he's uh, he's doing well. He, he, he plays first game in the VFL in round one and kicked the goal and unfortunately hurt his hamstring the week after. And he's been... Um, He's been sidelined since, but he played in the um, Futures game on the weekend against Vic Metro uh, down at uh, Trevor Park Road when he actually kicked three goals in that game. So, um, yeah, obviously Vic oh, Metro nice. is a, a bit of a powerhouse, um, you know, state in terms of when it comes to um, state and national footy. And uh, for Bo to kick three in that game was, was you know, quite impressive in his first game back. So, um, yeah, so he's making really good progression. And hopefully, you know, this week we'll see him back in the BFL and hopefully the week after as well. So, We'll see how that pans out. So, uh, Xavier, Stephen May is celebrating his 200th game this weekend, uh, obviously on a fantastic milestone. It's very hard to get to 100, let alone 200, um, and Stephen May said that in his interview as well. He has been a fantastic player, hasn't he, over a long time? He has, yeah, and I just love, you know, he's, um, he's quite, you know, a kid growing up in Darwin, you know, play one AFL game, mm. let alone... 200, and I guess that's everyone's dream. But I think you know his journey's been a one of, um, I guess, great learning and great development. And um, you know, he's you know, a young kid that goes to um, Melbourne Grammar, I think it was, when he came down initially, mm-hmm. and with a group of you boys all together, um, from what I remember. And you know, leaving home, you, you learn great lessons. You grow up pretty quickly, and then you go to the Gold Coast Suns and. You know, become the best defender in the competition, and and, and mm. you know you come to Melbourne and you get a fair bit of scrutiny. And in terms of the way he was going about it, whether it was right or wrong, but I think he's learnt some great lessons, and he's become one of the best defenders in the competition over the last you know ten or twenty odd years. And um, you know, which is a great credit to him and his ability to be able to work through those, um, you know, those I guess those issues and those criticisms, and and be able to still play good footy and, and now a Premiership player, but. Um, yeah, like full credit to him, Maisie. Um, you know, he deserves it all, and uh, you know, the way he's going, he, he's got another bloody hundred games up his sleeves if he yeah. you know, his hamstrings hold up on him. But um, yeah, he, he's in a great spot, and he's doing great things for the competition. Now, Isaac, last one from us. Thank you so much for your time. But the there's been a lot of excitement with the Tasmania team granted the 19th license into the AFL. Naturally, everyone will talk about well, who's number 20, who's the 20th team to come in, and all eyes are pointing towards the Northern Territory, or at least up here, it seems like it is. Um, what do you think? Uh, the, what is the likelihood of a territory team entering the AFL, say within the next five, ten years? Um, and what would that mean to someone like yourself? Um. Yeah, look, it's interesting. Like we know that the Darwin population's, um, you know, not as big as every other state, but that's that's um, evident. But um, mm. look, I, I think if they can get it going, um, it, it'll be truly amazing. Um, you know what it means for me in if it's take ten years' time if I've still got a job coaching. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, obviously being able to be a part of that would be um, would be uh, yeah definitely something that you'll definitely consider and, and love to be a part of you know that team coming into the NT but um, I 
certainly they've got a fair bit of work to do around you know, resources and um, you know, whether they do build a new stadium. Is TIF Stadium the place to be? I'm not sure. Um, uh, mm. you know, to build a stadium maybe close to the city would be amazing. We've seen what Adelaide Oval's done to, to Adelaide. Um, um, yeah, so like I think there's a lot, lots of work through. You know, the funding of it, you know, the, the funding of working through an AFL team is, is quite significant. Um, they don't have enough resources and sponsorship and membership to be able to fund a local team potentially. Um, but yeah, I think there's a bit to work through, and I, they're doing some great work. I think um, uh, the Bowden boys are doing a bit of work up there with the AFLNT to try and um, have a feasibility study on what that looks like. So yeah, if that. But they say it can work. Well, then, yep, let's do it. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it happening. Mm. Yeah, no doubt, Xavier. Thank you very much for giving up your time this morning, and best of luck in tonight's big game. Thanks, Xavier. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it.